Welcome to Gain That Tune. What's going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune back in the house once again. It's ya boy John Harrington here. We got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We've got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. And we've got the GTT champ, Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. Hell yeah, fellas. Welcome back. Game That Tune in the house for episode 230 A.K.A. our five-year podcast anniversary. What a fucking night, guys. Uh, This is going to be a very special show. That is to say, this is going to be a perfectly normal episode of the show. Uh, We are not doing anything (laughs) excessive tonight. It's going to be a blast, though, man. Uh, I hope that someone out there is just joining us for the first time, because I love explaining this show as though somebody could possibly be joining for the first time. What we're going to do tonight, guys, is what we do every night. We're going to pick three songs from a game. We're going to try and uh, guess each other's games with the songs and a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off and have a lot of fun. Whoever wins gets to pick a theme for the next episode and play some bonus tunes. And our winner last week was the illustrious David Fleming. And David, you got to pick a theme for our five-year podcast anniversary show. So what do you have in mind? So, since this is our five-year podcast-versary episode, I thought it would be interesting to keep fives and have games in series that have at least five installments. David, I like it. I like that theme. Much like that theme, our podcast now has at least five installments. Actually, I mean, that's the thing. You don't measure a podcast in years. You measure it in episodes. So, really, you know, it's, it's our 230th podcast anniversary. But, uh... I was gonna say it's like our our podcast now has at least five episodes. Yeah, you're you're right on the money. Just give or take two hundred and twenty-five. Right, exactly. That's fantastic, man. It's uh, you know it, it's a big night, and uh, it, it feels uh, kind of crazy to be doing the show for as long as we have. But we'll uh, you know we'll get all reminiscent later. Not really. Uh, again, I'm not planning to get terribly reminiscent on the show. I like that we got a nice five base theme, man. We're you know we're giving each other five. Uh, we got five on it. We're doing uh, our top five. You can think of it as 230 episodes, or you can th- think of it as 46 reps of five episodes. Hmm. Is that a... Hmm. I don't know, John. Or Was five that a, like, a weightlifting joke? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've never been to a gym. I don't know. I know. <laughs> so it's like, did what? Johnny just say reps? What is a rep? <laughs> what is a set? I don't understand the terminology. I mean, okay, so yeah, you know, reps create sets. So, you know, really it, it's 46 sets of five reps ah. if each episode is a rep. Don't, uh, don't you just lift shit till you're tired? Yes, you move steel that would otherwise not be moving, um, and oh, also slow it down, Aked. Yep, and you uh, and you destroy your joints in the name of uh, Whoa. fitness. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, no, no, not yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't destroy the good kind of joints. I'm talking about uh, wearing out your body, baby. 
uh, feels good until it doesn't. Um, but no, we're not doing any more workout references on tonight's show. Johnny understands reps and sets now, so he's going to get real, uh, real shredded real soon. But in the meantime, yeah, we got five fantastic games. What a coincidence that we would have five games on our five-year anniversary show. I mean, come on, guys. We couldn't have planned that any better. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, we just got to hop right into it, man. So, Johnny, let's, uh, let's do it, man. Let's, uh, let's start with game one. Game one. Ooh, wait, no, let's start with game five divided by five. Um, game one. Thank you. <laughs>
right, gentlemen. So, uh, trivia for this game, the European and American versions have many differences regarding mission names, character names, chapter names, and so on. This is due to America and Europe both receiving Japanese versions of the game to translate independently. our fan request and I do want to give a shout out to Acre in our discord who uh, made this request they actually clarified that they pronounced it Acre but you're doing fine Acre. David I, I figured there was a thing but I couldn't remember but that's alright I picked the wrong person um so Johnny says take five by the day Brubeck. Fuck you, John. Brubeck Quartet. <laughs> uh, wrong. Also, uh, it, we're about five, so why is it a quartet? Um, Jesse says Legends of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel 3. Uh, and John says Command and Conquer 5 or higher. Sadly, everyone <laughs> is incorrect. So this is Advance Wars, Days of Ruin. Johnny, I'm going to request that you never do jazz hands on the stream ever again. I've done them so many times before this. This is not my first time I doing know. jazz hands. I know. It's time. It's been okay. five years. Jazz hands are retired. <laughs> All right. Fine. Finished with that. What my about goodness. jazz hands? 
No, I mean, you know, that's after the stream. Yeah, that's post-show, Jesse. Okay. Right. You know. Oh, <laughs> Patreon Although, exclusive um... jizz hands. <laughs> yeah, jizz hands. Speaking <laughs> of... GTT jizz. <laughs> jizz that tune. <sighs> jizz builds a G. David's trying to say so something right. about Advance Wars, guys. <laughs> Speaking of, you know, things that are retired, um... Let's talk about Advance Wars Days of Ruin, which kind of put the Advance Wars series into retirement. Ouch. Uh, like, this game was the last Advance Wars game, um, and I believe it was for the original DS. Like, there hasn't been a new Advance Wars in a very long time. Hmm. Yeah. Do we miss it? I mean, if, if you do play Wargroove, it's pretty much. Yeah. That's true. I mean, plenty of people are still making, you know, strategy games, uh, military strategy games. So maybe, you know, did a uh, did the Advance Wars team just get put on Fire Emblem duty? Is that what happened? I think so, but it's it's really really weird. Um, like researching and looking into the history of this game uh, and this series, because Advance Wars has been running for ages in Japan. Uh, it started off as Famicom Wars, and there have been, you know, new ones coming out basically consistently until Advance Wars. Damn, is um, that true? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought it started with Advance Wars on the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> no, it started off as Famicom Wars and then became like Super Famicom Wars. Like, there's been a fuck ton of these games. No and So more than the, five? Uh, significantly more than five, yes. Uh, I, I believe, for clarification, we should clarify, yes, a fuck ton is not a precise measurement, but it is greater than five. Yes. Um... But what's interesting is, so these came out in Japan, and then it wasn't until the Game Boy Advance that Advance Wars, the series, came out in America. And it did very well in America. They did uh, Advance Wars, Advance Wars 2, um, Advance Wars DS. They did a couple, like, 3D spin-offs, Battalion Wars. Um, but apparently, they started to do better in the West than they did in Japan. There wasn't huh. as much of a demand for them in Japan, so oh, huh. with... With Days of Ruin, they're like, let's let's do something for the West. <laughs> let's so, make it America, baby. <laughs> basically, um, uh. it still features like anime style characters, but it's a much more serious, gritty, grounded story. It's post-apocalyptic. All of the bright, colorful graphics are gone. Like this game is very, very brown. How like, American? It does. It tr they try to appeal to like a Western war movie type vibe and everything mm. and then ironically this is the one that kind of killed the series <laughs> yeah yeah who knew um uh, yeah that's uh that's no good <laughs> like were they trying to get like the call of duty crowd <laughs> it's just like i uh, guess crap <laughs> that sounds like what happened with barman and barman x zero right like they they're like let's westernize this and make it dark <laughs> Oh god, Same yeah, idea. what's it gonna take, man? Like, you know, for Japanese developers to realize like don't don't westernize anything for the love of God. You know, there people will still buy it over here. You really don't need to try to appeal to us because you're not gonna get it right. Like yeah, <laughs> at if all. Any, if anything, easternize it more. You know what I mean? Just go yes. all in. Yeah. <laughs> but what I think is also funny is like all of the character designs are still pretty much the same. 
It's just kind of like the background elements, like the color scale and like the story that have been like westernized. So you have this post-apocalyptic gritty military drama starring very beautiful, pretty anime people. Like uh, okay. it's a weird mix. I thought you, I thought you were gonna say also that it's like so you got this brown like you know desert hellscape and it's just like super deformed chibi characters moving around on it still. It's like. Yeah, these don't really jive, do they? Like, that's, uh... Hmm. It, it betrays its own gritty premise uh, just by use of adorable little sprites. But, uh, yeah, that's that's the part of, you know, of these things that I like. I mean, yeah, the colorful stuff, that's where it's at. But, yeah, like, but, you know, moving adorable little tank sprites around a, a strategy map and, and shooting stuff. Like, it took the edge off of war. That's that's the appeal of the Advance Wars. It's like it's colorful and there's little cute little tanks and yeah, you just like blew up a village. Uh, but you know, it, it's cute. Uh, so to make it gritty, it's like oh no no no, I don't want Advance Wars to be gritty. I, yeah, <laughs> this was the like the war game that you could be into that didn't feel quite so warish. If, if there's a way to do that, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and it's, I mean, it still keeps the strategy elements. Um, they added new uh, unit types. Um, there's a new kind of plane that they added. There's a new anti-air and, like, anti-tank artillery thing. So, like, they continue to improve the game. It's just for some reason, um, and I know this doesn't mean anything to our podcast listeners, but <laughs> I did post a picture in the Discord of the main character of this game. And, yeah, he is... He is not what you would think of when you think of Western war protagonists. Like, that is a very pretty anime man. Hmm. So it's... It's kind of a, an odd game and, like, an odd mix of things. And I guess it just didn't do it for anybody. And there hasn't been an advanced war since. Yeah, no, this this main character doesn't do it for me. What the fuck is he doing wearing that tie? Yeah, that's what, what? I, I was about to point that out. He's wearing a tie over a t-shirt. Yeah, he looks like me when I was like a stupid fucking 19-year-old asshole going to parties thinking I looked kind of cool. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, now you're going to war, motherfucker. You know, either tie the tie or don't. Yeah. <laughs> I also like the fact that he's apparently wearing a chap. Yeah. Not a set of chaps, but just one chap on the leg. Really got to protect that one left leg. Oh, man. Yeah, I wish our podcast was a video podcast because this guy needs to accompany the episode. Like, this is a mess of a character. Like... He's wearing, like, a security guard's uniform that he unbuttoned to reveal the, like, dirty undershirt, threw a tie on over it, he's got, you know, Ryu gloves, you know, fingerless gloves, one chap, uh, I mean, yeah, what is, what, I, I, I'm ooh. getting real Hot Topic Skater Boy vibes from this guy. Right. Like, See, like yeah, just, that's, you know, not that... a drop of, like, goth in him, but, yeah, like, definitely Hot Topic chic. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what the game was missing. Instead of adding, like, a motorcycle unit, they should have added a skateboarding unit. God. They should have had that Avril Lavigne soundtrack. That's what they should have yeah. had. Yeah, and now I'm looking at it, it, it reminds me of, like, that shitty, dumbass phase I went through in, like, 8th or ninth grade, where it's like, yeah, I've got, like, a janitor shirt with some other guy's name on it, and I think it's cool. Like, yeah. You know, what the fuck is oh, this? Oh, I remember that shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why was I wearing that shirt? I don't know, because I didn't have a job, and I thought it was cool to dress like someone who did. <laughs> so, that's what's going on with fucking, you know, Days of Ruin over here. Oh, God. I feel like that's a lot of people's life story. 
stress for the job you want, not the job that you don't have. <laughs> job I don't want playing Advance Wars Days of Road. No, I'm not trashing this game. I mean, I'm sure it's a perfectly okay Advance Wars game, but you know, yeah, you, you don't you don't make Advance Wars gritty or I don't know, non-stylish. Like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, the, it's it again. It's just if you. I played the first Advance Wars, and it's super bright and super colorful. Like, they have tanks that are little, like, spider mech tanks that are adorable nope. looking. It's like, oh, this is a really fun, like, unique game. And then you look at this one, it's like, this is just diminutive brown combat game. Yeah. No, I play games like this for chibi spider tanks. I do not play it for, uh, I don't know. Japanese people telling me what they think an American looks like, and it's this guy. No, no, no fucking thank you. Uh, but a uh, cool soundtrack. They rocked it out, that's for sure. Yeah, it's got a nice soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, who knew? I bet it sounded great coming through those DS speakers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Yes. Nah. <laughs> uh, that's, no, why they uh, have, that's why it had a headphone jack, guys. Like... <laughs> You know, damn, John, you just blew my mind. Are you saying that, like the headphone jack could lead to better audio quality on handheld systems? Yes. Are we revealing that here on the fifth anniversary of Game That Tune? You played Game Boy and We're DS with headphones? Wowee! Have you never used a cassette adapter to hook your Game Boy up to the car stereo? Because I actually have done that, and it's awesome. I'm sure you have. <laughs> it's dope. Pokemon battles sound dope on the surround sound stereo Dude, it, of the Toyota Corolla. That stere- it really does. That stereo field is so wide. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's dope. I mean, that's, that's like, seriously, if you're really talking the, you know, the moment you put on headphones and play the Game Boy game, it's like, whoa, hey. <laughs> <laughs> this is like music. It's like I'm in the Tetris game right now. This is awesome. I am that four-long block. <laughs> yeah, here I go. <laughs> Slide in with music surrounding me. This is delightful. Oh, the sounds are bouncing back and forth. Wowee. Um, yeah, no, that, you know, honestly, I'm, you know, obviously, back in the day playing DS, I didn't have good headphones on, so... <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm not making a value judgment on the DS's ability to play, you know, play and render music. You know, the soundtrack was good. I'm making value judgments on my fucking, you know, convenience store headphones that I was playing with back in the day. (laughs) Like those over ear with the the fuzz on them that just slipped off all the time. Like, oh, came free with your fucking, you know, disc man. Bad (laughs) headphones. Came (laughs) free in a box of uh, mini wheats. If, if you, uh, if those little felt things or whatever, like, got them ripped up and you tried to use them still, like, it would be all oh, plasticky and just... The worst! Oh. God, yeah. Oh, man. The, you know, the number of headphones I tried to keep using once those things had been destroyed in some way, like, oh, back of the school bus, just miserable. <laughs> like, oh, uh, those were the days, man. Fake work shirt on, Advance Wars, Days of Ruin, not in my DS... You know, terrible headphones. Whew. Man, we really went places with this. And you thought, David, we weren't going to have anything to say about this game. Well, I mean, like, literally none of us have played this, and I think I'm the <laughs> only one who has played any Advance Wars games, and I got, like, six no. missions in before I gave up. Yep. I mean, fair. But, 
We can still uh, we can still spin it, baby. If we can't talk about the game, we can talk about what it felt like to be a fucking dipshit 15 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, David, anything else on this uh, this fantastic game? Uh, no, I think that about says it. Fuck yeah, man. Let's keep it going. Game two.
I was not expecting to go back to back. Um, so trivia for this game. This is the fifth game in this series and the first game to not feature the usual composer. Additional piece of trivia. Oh, nope, everybody's got their answers. We're feeling great, baby. Yeah. Alright, let's see. <laughs> Alright, so uh, John Regan has five penises drawn. Sadly incorrect. Why'd you uh, have to say drawn? That would have been a great clip to pull. <laughs> <laughs> so Johnny has five penises. Uh, Jesse says not Animal Crossing, which is technically correct. Yes. Uh, and John has the more correct answer of Shantae and the Seven Sirens. Yeah. So this is Shantae and the Seven Sirens, also known as Shantae 5, also known as the one that doesn't have Jake Kaufman. Right. Um, these uh, songs are slightly familiar to me. I, uh, when I was working on the best of 2020 mixtape for, uh, for Game That Tune, I downloaded the Shantae and the Seven Sirens soundtrack. I gave it a listen. I realized quickly it was not Jake Kaufman. <laughs> uh, I don't know what, where, where, where did the vert go, man? The, the soundtrack, I'm not going to say it's bad. I'm happy that you selected those <laughs> songs because honestly, 
the soundtrack was not working for me when I was just kind of listening through it, trying to pick songs out. So you picked some good good tunes there. I'm not prepared to say any, you know, I'm no longer prepared to say like, oh, the soundtrack's hot crap. But it's like, listening to it, that soundtrack was non-excellent. That's, that's, uh, as low as I'll go. Non-excellent. That's for sure. Uh, as opposed I, to previous Shantae games. It wasn't Jake Soundtrack's Hoff generally excellent. It's not Jake Hoffman tier. Well, right. see, and I'm not even gonna say that because I actually like I'm pretty, uh, pretty, you know, middle of the road on Jake Kaufman. Sometimes he really works for me, sometimes he doesn't. But you know, in the Shantae games, he seems like he usually brings his A games, his his Shantae game, uh, as it were. But man, this uh, whoever they got to replace him, you know, not Jake Kaufman, uh, this didn't work for me. So yeah, they got um. There was a team of composers, but it was led by Professor Sakamoto, who is apparently like a Japanese remix chiptune musician. Um, right. And you can tell because what Jake Kaufman usually does with his soundtracks is kind of make chiptunes make music. Like he uses chiptunes to compose and make songs with that like those limitations this guy they seem to have like written music and then added chiptunes to it like yeah. it doesn't quite meld well um and i will agree that this is a a not excellent soundtrack um i still enjoy it but it is it is one of the weaker parts of this game in my opinion well said david that was uh yeah, elegantly phrased, so as to not be offensive to Professor Sakimoto. Um, um, yeah. and, and that's what we're all about here. Tasteful criticism of, uh, of games and their soundtracks. That's what the show's always been about. Music analysis, first and foremost. Uh, <laughs> I think we tried that on, like, one episode. Intelligent and analysis. Never did it again. <laughs> yeah, definitely not Johnny drawing five penises. No, um, never. Oh, he no. drew them. Um, uh, yeah, the audacity. <laughs> yeah, he he drew them out of his pants. Draw um, <laughs> So anyway, the game itself, though, David, how is this new Shantae? Um, I okay. It's this is, crap. How many dicks no, does no. she have in this one? Oh no! No, this is this is going to sound very strange. And bear with me. I think this is the best Shantae game but I don't think it's the best game in the Shantae series. Which, now that is a strange thing to say, David. <laughs> well, and here's what I mean about that, because um, Pirate's Curse and Half-Genie Hero came out, and they really, like, changed up and shook up the formula and did things, like, different. And this game kind of goes back to, like, what Shantae is known for. You've got her dancing... Uh, you've got her transformations, you have a giant, like, Metroidvania world to explore and then go to dungeons and everything, so it's a very, like, back-to-basics, classic-style Shantae game, but it's, like, as a game, it's fine, but there's, like, there's some, some weird issues, uh, it's super easy and not in, like, a, we want this to be accessible way and just, the you can pretty much just bowl through all the enemies after like the first dungeon. Um, Cause you get, 
you collect gems and everything to power up, but you get so many gems and like so many health refills that pretty soon you're maxed out of health refills and you can buy like all of your upgrades again after like the first or second dungeon. Um, and I, th I think what it was was this game started off as an Apple Arcade game. So I think when they like transferred it over and everything, they didn't quite rebalance it properly. Um, but Once it's you still didn't have to spend real money on it, so now all the uh, power-ups became easily unlockable? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's still a super fun game. It's still, like I said, it's classic Shantae. Uh, they actually got Studio Trigger to do an anime intro. Um, all of the... There are a bunch of cutscenes that are fully animated. Um, the the cutscenes in the game are not by Studio Trigger. It's just the intro. Uh, but still... They're all really impressive. Um, they do that same thing from Half Genie Hero where they don't have full voice acting, but some of the lines are voiced, so you kind of get like a feel for the characters. Um, it's not like you're reading the dialogue and thinking it yourself, and it's not fully voiced. It's a nice little medium balance, and it's still a really fun game. Um, they did change the animal transformations, so instead of dancing for two, three seconds to transform. Now it's by a single button press. So it makes the platforming like a lot quicker and easier. Hmm. So instead of like dancing for three seconds to change into a harpy to fly over a section, now you just jump, jump again, and you instantly transform into a little octopus that gives you like a triple jump by squirting ink. Well, so, that's logical. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it streamlines the platforming. It makes it a much quicker game to run through, uh, which does make it really fun. Uh, it's just, like I said, it's kind of on the easy side. Hmm. All the time. All the time I go to the beach, and I constantly see octopus doing triple jumps out of the water via squirting ink. Exactly. No, I mean, they do. Because, yeah, one, octopus is squirting, not squids. Octopus. <laughs> Octopi can squirt ink, too. Yeah. To triple jump. It's it's hard to explain this to non-Floridians, quite frankly. That's the thing. Like, there's certain things that we just kind of get down here. And yet, triple jump and octopi, it's, it's just part of the part of the landscape. The Everglades are full of them. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a real issue because they, you know, people get Burmese pythons as a pet and then release them into the wild. And suddenly, the triple jumping ink octopi now have a predator they didn't have before. It just fucks up the whole ecology. Son exactly. Of a bitch. Octopus is ink. I don't know. I, I thought that was a squid only thing. No, octopi can squirt ink. Wow. I know my cephalopods, damn it. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Doesn't your wife David fell in love zoo? with that octopus. Didn't you see his thing on Netflix? David's octopus lover. Oh, yeah. Is that what your David's waifu shirt's about? <laughs> your waifu's Maybe. the damn octopus. I knew it. You were... <laughs> That explains why you made the octopus size onesie for the fucking you know, for the merchandise store. <laughs> uh, the the eight legged David's waifu shirt. <laughs> What's this for? Oh, nothing. Yeah. Don't worry about it. It's not for my. It's not for, it's not for my secret octopus family in the Everglades. <laughs> Oh, David's the reverse of Octodad. <laughs> I was just about to say, it's it's now time to reveal after five years, I am the Octodad. <laughs> you have to reveal to your wife that you're not an octopus. <laughs> I'm sorry, sweetheart. I'm I'm a human. <laughs> what? Man, 
That explains so much. Like when we make love and I only feel two hands on me. I tried engaging my feet. It just doesn't work for me. I was expecting significantly more than that. Oh, God. Uh, so, yeah, sorry, man. Didn't mean to out you to your secret wife of the octopus. Yeah, that looks like it's added to the wiki. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, people are on that. Um, David can tell them the name of his secret octopus wife later. It's Shantae. Um... <laughs> But yeah, uh, so yeah, anyway, hope- you can transform into David's waifu in this game. Um, and then, uh, so the other animal transformations, they're, uh, they're slicker and streamlined as well? Yeah, so um, you, in, you get a dash attack um, where you turn into a newt. Uh, you get kind of like a scrolling slam attack where you can spin around and bounce off walls where you turn into a giant turtle. Uh, there's a frog that swims. There's a... I think it's a snail that burrows because you're kind of like drilling through in your drill-shaped shell. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's a it's a fun game. It does keep the dancing, um, but instead of dancing to transform into an animal, uh, you dance to power up. So after a brief dance, you can choose to like reveal hidden platforms and like secret walls, or you can do like a giant electrical attack that just clears the screen. Again, I think you get that after the second dungeon, so... Like... (laughs) Cannot stress how easy this game is. (laughs) Like, screen-clearing attack that wipes out everything. You you get it fairly early in the game, so... Good, good. But again, it still has that uh, exploration, platforming, uh, the dungeons are a lot of fun, there's some really clever puzzles in there, it's... It looks great. It's it's a really fun game. Uh, it's just a little on the easy side, and the soundtrack is not excellent. Yeah. <laughs> but I still recommend it. I you know I agree wholeheartedly. Now I'm sorry, David. I listen. We we joke around here. We fly off the rails. We get sexy. When uh, I I foisted the octopus wife on you without thinking, David. You need to tell everybody which of Shantae's animal transformations you would take as a waifu. See, I want to give an honest answer, but I'm afraid it's that you still would ju- the octopus. I know <laughs> I'm, afraid, I'm afraid that you would judge me. Um, He's in a turtle Shantae. I fucking knew it. Wait, well, hang on. Are we looking at just Seven Sirens, or are we looking at every transformation from across the series? Okay, every one, oh. but strictly the animals. You cannot say human Shantae. <laughs> well, yeah. or genie Shantae. Um, you can't get. Like- there's no technicality oh, yeah, there. there yeah. Yeah. Not the half human or half genie. You got to say one of the animals, baby. <laughs> um, it's honestly, the snail, isn't it's, it? the snail it's, that burrows. It's a hard choice. It's a toss up between Harpy Shantae and Spider Shantae. Okay. So, Spider Shantae is kind of like a terrestrial octopus shantae so i can see that david i can see that suiting you very well yeah the math it's like you it's like you love an octopus but you don't like going to the beach very on brand for david yeah pretty much (laughs) okay so Um, yeah and and when i say i again posted a picture in the discord for our podcast listeners um when i say spider it's not like a spider she kind of has that like arachne monster muramase Thing going on and the um, less you explain about this the better david yeah just let it be baby yeah. 
Love is love. Three. guys so let's see here uh do, 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 do. the original creator of this series of games uh was not involved with this particular entry and prior to his release stated that he was unimpressed with the game's title
Would help if I named who the creator of the original series was. I've already got my joke answer, so it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm writing something down. Hold All on. right. Although, yeah, who is the creator? Al Lowe. Oh. Did you say which game in the series this was in particular? Um, no, I did not mention that. Um, let me look up the series here. It's it's something like the seventh or eighth in the series. Is it the most recent one? No, it's the second most recent one. Okay, cool. All right, let's see some answers. So, um, what does David say? He says Sonic's... Sonic Smooth Jazz Simulator and Knuckles. Okay, that's very good. Um, I just didn't feel like writing the rest of the name of the thing. I know what it is. John and Jesse both have the right series. John, do you know the particular game? Uh, if I'm guessing based on what you said, it's something uh, about wet dreams. Wet dreams dry twice. I'll, no, that's the most recent one. So uh, I'm going to call it's this. Then it's wet dreams don't die. It's, it's dry. This, hold on. God, God these fucking games. Laser shoot. Lease, ah, leisure suit, Le Larry. Wet dreams don't dry. So yeah, this yes. is our first Leisure Suit, Leisure Suit Larry game on the series, on the show. Possibly the only one. Probably the only one. Um, and this game looks... Wait a minute. You, I'm sorry. And you played the hat trick sound. Were you giving David a point for that? <laughs> no, that was the everybody lost sound. Cause, oh, shit. Yeah, that was the nobody got a point sound. Well, I'm giving me and Jesse a point. Hell yeah. <laughs> I did figure out it was Leisure Suit Larry, basically. I fucking knew it was Leisure Suit Larry by the fucking, you know, uh, the music. And then I was sitting there and I'm like, okay, so the trivia says he doesn't like the title. It's a pun. <laughs> What's a fucking game series That's mine. that, like, has a pun title? And I'm just like, you know, like, I, yeah, racking my brain. And then this, the jazz hit. It's like, okay, the jazz, the puns. It's got to be something Leisure Suit Larry, and I just didn't feel like choosing one off this list. I mean, these fucking names. Uh, my goodness. Uh, you know, it, could it have been Magna Cum Loud, Box <laughs> Office Bust, Leisure Suit Larry Reloaded? I mean... Shape Up or Slip Out? Yeah. <sighs> Good God, man. Uh... Johnny, I'm so glad that you cracked open the Leisure Suit Larry series for the show, finally. Finally? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not blushing at all. Um, how Magna much... come loud, I get it. Because <laughs> <laughs> he comes loud, David. Uh, it's like a uh, shotgun blast. <laughs> yeah. hey, he makes that sound. <laughs> so, Johnny, I'm going to ask you. Um, I'm not going to ask you if you've played this, because I know you haven't. But no, maybe he has. That's what I wanted to know. I want to know how much Johnny plays this awful sex series. Well, what? So the series isn't as awful as you actually think it is. It's it's full of like adult jokes and things like that. But the whole crux, tasteless. The whole crux but. of the series is that Larry is trying to get laid and never actually does. Right? That that's the whole thing. 
Like, has he been a virgin the whole series? I think so. Now, so Mandicum <gasps> Lotte, they really went a different direction with it and like had you do things like jack off dicks mini games and stuff like that. But the actual <laughs> le- Leisure okay, Suit Larry, no, I'm not into that. Yeah, no, the, <laughs> but the main series, the core series, is actually not like that. It's it's a point and click puzzle solving game with like some adult jokes and things like that but it's like it's like adult dad jokes like they're not really that particularly offensive or bad or anything they're just like stupid right like oh, there's sex puns yeah, yeah yeah but it's not like um sex puns that are demeaning or anything like that it's just it's just dumb is what it is you know just, just double so, entendre yeah 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 a lot of that constantly i assume yeah <laughs> I, I do think in the original like '80s ones, you did get to see some like eight-bit boobies, but like in the new series, you don't really see that so much. They they kind of cut that out a little bit. I I now hope that I truly that, don't understand. <laughs> I hope that you don't see eight-bit boobies in modern games is because the graphics have upgraded because I would really like a girl in like full HD to unclasp her bra and it's just pixelated 8-bit breasts. That would be funny. That's a tradition they should have kept up. Like every time Larry's about to see some boobs, they're blocks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but check out the ray tracing. And then he's like, oh man, you know, Minecraft, more like mine shaft. (laughs) Uh, anyway, um... Oh, he didn't get a Mario sound for that? Fuck <laughs> Apparently our standards are way up on this episode. <laughs> way up, you say? <laughs> yes. Thank you. Uh, so, Johnny, uh, how much of the Leisure's... Le- ugh, I hate saying this right? game title. How, how much of the series have you actually played? <laughs> um... Game four. I have not played okay. any of this. <laughs> no, I did. I watched a great review that I had. I, I, I'll have to post a link to it for everyone else to watch it. Because it was this uh, this this girl from Ireland uh, reviewing the game, and her major takeaway was that you don't see any boobies in this. That was the quote. You know, boobies. That. Why are we saying boobies? So that's, because that's what she said in the review, and it just tickled me so much. I was like, oh, I love hearing. His Irish girls say boobies. So, Johnny oh, she's uh, by boobies. So, girls say boobies with an Irish accent. That actually, that tickles me as well. Just yeah. the very idea of that. <laughs> David, give I mean, us a give us your best approximation of a girl saying boobies with an Irish accent. I was gonna say a, a girl in an Irish accent saying boobies tickles me, but not in the that's amusing laugh way. It, yeah, it makes me giggle. I could be turned on and laughing. Yeah. Now say boobies with an Irish girl accent, David. See, it's not fair because Irish do is it, the brave. one accent I what I, Irish is the one accent I can't do. The one brave, accent. that's Scottish. David, the one accent you can't do. David, say boobies in <laughs> David's a, the master of accents, but he's never done Irish. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Or Jamaican. Uh. <laughs> now see, here's the thing. If you're wanting me, if you're wanting me to be speaking in a Scottish brogue, that would be a lot easier for me. But I can't do Irish to save my life. All those words and none of them were boobies. Yeah. Well, that's because word. it was in an Irish accent. Do you want to hear me say boobies in a Scottish accent? There, boobies. That's, that's, that's a good start. That's great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Almost there. Just, uh, just yeah. Now the just border. figure out what you got to do to Irish it up, man. Yeah. Just cross, cross the water. You're good say to go. Some, like say shillelagh a bunch. Say cilantro a couple times, you're good to go. 
I definitely, any, anytime I'm at a bar and somebody says cilantro, I just say cilantro. It's way easier for me to say. And nobody ever notices that I'm, that I'm just saying cilantro. Johnny, Jesus, you're a part Irish. You're a disgrace to your heritage. I, I, yeah. I'm not denying that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, I am. But <laughs> your point being. Uh, there's just certain words I can't say. I, just, I can't what? pronounce cilantro correctly, so I say cilantro call today. Awesome. Good. So, <laughs> Johnny, I, I, I don't know, man. Is there anything of actual substance to say about Leisure Suit Larry or, uh, you know, this I, game? I like how, like, I mean, just look at the cover art for this game. It's covered in dicks. Like, there's just dicks and vaginas all, like, hidden throughout the game. Like, th- like things that are vaguely shaped like dicks, you know, vaginas and boobs, sure. you know. Um, that's, that's pretty fun. Uh, I like that they're still keeping Leisure Suit Larry alive. This game's been around since, like, 1986 or something in the series. Um, like, so you're saying he should be in Smash Brothers? Yes. Leisure Suit Larry for Smash Brothers now, please. <laughs> Agreed. Sure, why not? <laughs> Who knows what his moveset would be? <laughs> Jizz hands. <laughs> David looks... Thoroughly upset by the mere implication of this. Uh, I'm waiting for David to say something before we move on. <laughs> he just cracked or, the Chinese accent. That's exactly. He's, yeah. he's right, thinking hard on his accent work. <laughs> no, I was just. I was trying to imagine, like, what Leisure Suit Larry in Smash Brothers would be like, and I feel like he could only fight female characters. <laughs> like you can't pick him if you choose Mario you have to pick a female character and then you can choose Leisure Shoot Larry hmm I'm intrigued by that idea <laughs> he just he has an automatic handicap against male characters <laughs> can't win <laughs> what the hell his, his final smash is it pops up with like a dialogue choice <laughs> and they're all just terrible <laughs> puns that offend the other characters <laughs> or maybe maybe he has a handicap against female characters. Like against male characters he's fine, but when he's with a female character, he gets a raging hard on and can't fight. Oh maybe good. <laughs> Maybe Elijah Larry just doesn't belong at Smash Brothers. Maybe this yeah, no, 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 no. I want, I want characters with visible boners in Smash Brothers, please. I would like that very much. <laughs> What Leisure Suit Larry, the priest from The Little Mermaid. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. A video game character. <laughs> they made a Little Mermaid video game. It counts. Is he yeah. in that game? I don't Probably. know, but it doesn't okay. matter. <laughs> no, that's not even to mention Dick Boss. But uh, <laughs> Oh my god, it's this trophy. Dude, yeah, Dick Boss is an assist trophy. It's like a screen-clearing assist trophy would be fantastic. Okay, um, Dick Boss. Now we're speaking characters that deserve to be in Smash Bros. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Wings of War, way better than fucking Leisure Suit Larry. Anyway, uh, Johnny, what a pick. Um, <laughs> you know, wow. Just... Uh, it's so nice, like I said, to crack this series open and to realize how long running and how many series, how many entries there are in this series. It's yeah. it's a girthy series that I think is going to be uh, a fixture of Game That Tune for the yeah. remainder of the show. So many more great games to choose. <laughs> I'm just, I'm super glad that there are so many games in the series that we can bring on to Game That Tune because I, I don't want this to finish too fast. We cannot reach the climax too early. 
Exactly. The next episode cannot come soon enough. Because, uh, man, oh, man, is there going to be Leisure Suit Larry? <laughs> All a possibility. over our face, necks, and chest. <laughs> See, that, Jesse, that, you've got to work on your pun game, man. <laughs> yes, that was way dirtier than the actual games get. Like, <laughs> I like how we're just spouting devil entendre, devil entendre. It's like, yeah, and then we jerk off on the right. chest. Like, Bukaki, right? G, G, G. All right. G, 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 more like G, G, G. Someone had to. I, I want a petition for the episode title to just be Pukaki, right? <laughs> Jake, or David, I think you almost just cracked your Irish accent. <laughs> almost. Like you just, you just tried it without even... Oh, so close. Um, David, say game four in uh, Irish accent. I think you could do it. Game four? Mm, no, Johnny, cool. use the computer. That was <laughs> offensive. <laughs>
All right, so uh, this game has a level in it where um, it's uh, based on a level from the original game, and it, um, which is notorious for being very difficult. But this version of the level is um, third person behind the characters instead of the original side view. So, I okay. thought for sure we had a hat trick coming. <laughs> Johnny wrote, uh, "This guy has five dicks," awesome. with um, something, some kind of weird drawing. <laughs> and John and David have the correct answer: Battle Toads 2020. I knew, I knew that song. Oh, <laughs> yeah, John. Yeah, it's like level one. I'm surprised that Jesse played the title theme from Battletoads as song one on Battletoads, but he got your ass good. Oh, man. <laughs> you never saw it coming. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, this is uh, Battletoads. Uh, it came out last year, and um, I played this, and uh, it's, um, there are things I like about it. Say, like, use diplomatic Shantae terms. How non-excellent is it? Okay, so, the, you know, music is alright. You know, got some pretty good guitar stuff going on. Um, the story 
is uh I think it's kind of funny in a way. They've been trapped in like this uh simulator bunker for 26 years. And so they like come out and it's like it's all been like a simulation and like the world has like passed them by and stuff. But like their villains are still around and it's kind of weird. And it's uh, kind of funny though. I mean, yeah. like it, it totally works for the Battletoads thing. It's always weird when games or anything tries to explain, like, a yeah. long gestating sequel. It's like, you know, where they've been for 20 years. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Just make Battletoads 5 as though, you know, it's 1996. I mean, seriously, you, you didn't need to really explain it. It's fucking Battletoads. Like, uh. the beginning of the game is kind of cool uh, because, like, there's this one part where, like, you're filling out job applications as one of the Battletoads, <laughs> which is pretty funny. Um... One of the other Battletoads is, like, signing autographs at, like, a convention. And um, I forget what the other guy does. But Wait, is, is, that, is, is that, like, a challenge or a level in the games that you have to successfully submit a job application? Like, in yeah. game? <laughs> you, like, have to, like, pick from, like, prompts and stuff. And um, it's, it's been a while since I played that part. Um, but the thing about the game, though, is I found that, like, one, uh, like, it takes very little damage to kill you like two or three hits and you're dead Whoa. and which it's not too bad because you can uh, once you die you just swap to the next battle toad but if you are having a really sucky day uh, you can get a game over if they all are dead at the same time um, also noticed a lot of the enemies just take so many freaking hits to kill like some like it seems like all like the minor uh, characters take way more hits than they should. Like like when you're playing like Streets of Rage Four or like uh, River City Girls, you're like okay these characters um, have a pretty good you know punch to death ratio you know. Um, but like in this game they're just fucking punch sponges and. Um, <laughs> Like, and then you get to the bosses, and they just take even more time to kill, and it's just, I don't know, it's something feels kind of off with it. Um, you said that, like, when you die, you just switch to the next toad. Are, is there any difference between the toads? Like, yeah, do they, they all play exactly the same? Or? No, 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 they have, uh, like, different attacks. Like, like in the old one, um, you know how, like, you'd punch, and, like, your fist would turn into, like, a mace, or your kick would turn into, like, a big boot? Like, do I like, ever know that? Yeah, like that, like they do stuff like that in this game, which that's really cool. The animations look neat. Like it looks like you're playing a cartoon. Um, so like, uh, one of them will like jump in the air and pull out a jackhammer. Uh, one of them like plays like a really loud arcade machine. Um, <laughs> one of them, um, God, uh, they. I'm trying to remember what the other guy does. Um, Oh, he like gets like a big like a uh, boombox, and like it um, is so loud it knocks people over. Um, but there's like different things they do. Uh, also, you can like eat flies with your tongue, uh, grab That's people good. with your tongue. Um, you can spit bubble gum onto other characters, um, which slows them down. But like it's just like when you punch stuff, it doesn't like you know some games have that like weird feedback that makes the punching feel good. Like, you know, it, like make you maybe it makes a sound at the right time. I don't know how it works, but this one, it just feels like your punches aren't hitting. It just, huh. there's like a weird disconnect. Like your punches aren't hitting. 
the things are taking way too many punches to kill and then you take like two punches to die and it's like i don't know um it's weird because yeah i mean the first one used like the nes rumble pack really perfectly when you're hitting those punches um <laughs> yeah talking about that feedback that well you no get. no but you know no like, i no, I I, I'm Jesse clowning, said, but like, I know exactly what you mean. There's something about yeah. it, like, where as you're hitting those punches, you're hitting rapid punches going rat tat 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 and, like, the, the little sprite's getting knocked back. Yeah, the and old And as one. a kid, you're shaking that controller when you do it, so, I, like, you're I tapping think, and... I hmm. think on the original, when you land a big punch, it actually, like, all the action stops for, for one or two frames, right? Like, everything just stops, yeah. and then the punch hits, and it just makes it feel even bigger. You know, yeah, yeah. And I, was I just think there's some say, like screen shake involved. Yep. Like it's, you know, it's dope. Yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna say, like, one of the things that really sells it in the original Battletoads is that pause. You're like hammering on, like bam, 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 and then right before that last hit, there's just that, <gasps> and then yeah. you yeah. smack, and you gotta have the wind up. <laughs> feels so yeah. damn meaty. It's like a brief, I mean, free, a, a brief freeze frame of like the giant fist, right? You know, so make sure you notice it. You know, and then like boom. it, like it does that. But then, whenever you connect, it just feels like nothing. Like I don't yeah, know. See, like, that's, that's strange because I would think they would have. I mean, I don't know like the Xbox controller details and things, but I have to assume it has rumble of some sort. It does. Like, you would yeah. think with modern controllers and modern audio and pres- presentation, this would feel right at the very least. Like you know, but. Because, yeah, I'm thinking, uh, also, like, Battletoads, you know, you, you can only talk about the original in the first three levels. So, like, when you're going, de- rappelling down the tunnel, the the Wookiee hole, and you're doing, like, you know, the big kicks, like, something about kicking those things against the side of the wall of that thing felt so percussive. Like, it, you know, I, I totally get what you're talking about, Jesse, and I, I, I was just kind of goofing a little bit. But, yeah, like, if that's not there, then... Yeah, something inherent to Battletoads is missing. Like, you know, you got to have the impact. Because <laughs> you've got modern, like, audio, right? So you can have, like, big bass now, big bass on the big hits. Um, True. You know, you've got... I, I mean, because that's one of the things that, you know, the original had. I mean, give it up to David Wise and, uh, you know, the other guy on the Rare Sound team. Like, the, you know, the sound effects were fucking fantastic for that. Yeah. And, like, controllers have built in rumble packs now. You don't have to buy a rumble pack separately. So, like... The controller can give you good shake. Like there's there's no reason to not feel impact when you land big hits in games like this. Yeah. Yeah, it's disappointing. Yeah. It's odd. And it, you know, to speak to the cartoonish presentation, I you know, I'm glad to hear you say that it's cool because like I'm glad the animations are cool. Because the character redesigns to me are unappealing. Yeah, they're uh, they are kind of plain, but you know, it's it strikes me as very Nickelodeon cartoon. And not in like a good way necessarily. So it's cool that the the animations are good and that the game, you know, it's got like nice fluid animations. Because yeah, those uh, these character designs are butt ugly, baby. <laughs> like Man, I miss have... my old muscular turtles. I don't like the or not turtles, toads. Uh, yeah, I don't like these fucking angular, you know, radical flash animation toads. You got me wondering what Nicktoons characters would you like to see guest star in the Battletoads game, right? Like, I would love or to just, play as you know, Can we get a Nicktoons Battletoads re, like, yeah. reskin? Yeah. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, well, I mean, since they're technically Nickelodeon now, you've got to have the Ninja Turtles in there. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I mean, I think that's what this whole style is based on. Like, I haven't watched much of that modern Ninja Turtles cartoon, oh, but yeah. I've seen pictures of it, and they look kind of like these Battletoads. So, <laughs> I uh, I think Battletoads might have been copying off the new Ninja Turtles homework a little bit, and it's like, ah, man, I, you know, I think that. Uh, that's my main thing. I miss the muscles. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, you know, I need my guys to, you know, these toads got to be a little sexy. They got to have a little sex appeal, a little 90s toad. And, like, they retain the toad, but they just, they, I don't know. The, the new designs don't work for me. Well, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm picturing, I'm always picturing the toads as at, like, Muscle Beach, you know, in California. These guys are fucking, you know, working out, you know, in, like, fucking California. You know that kind of vibe. Whatever this vibe is that they've got now, it uh, it has no vibe. It's uh, just kind of cartoony, and I don't, I don't know how I feel about it. But uh, you know, that's all just impressions without playing the game. So yeah, I will say I do just about the character designs. I do kind of like the new Dark Queen design. Like she's not as sexy, and she's not wearing the like skimpy outfit, but she has. The, like, the way her costume looks, she has kind of this, like, evil emperor overlord thing. Like, she almost has, like, an M. Bison regal look to her, and I kind of dig it. Hmm. Now, that's interesting. You didn't dig the more, like, uh, like Elvira look of the, uh, the original Dark Queen? <laughs> I mean, I liked that one, too. I'm just saying <laughs> that I kind of like this look. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Um... Yeah, I, I don't know, man. So, Jesse, you know, does the game get your recommendation? Not really, no. Okay. <laughs> I mean, ouch. <laughs> I mean, if if you have Game Pass and you want to, you know, look at it, you know, at least do the cool job application part, you know, and then once you realize, wow, it takes me like twenty six punches for a basic enemy. Fuck this. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, sounds like it needs some uh, some rebalancing. That's uh, shit, man. That's too bad. Cause yeah, I was excited when they announced this. It felt like it was long overdue. Uh, you know, uh, as was mentioned earlier in this discussion in our chat, like I didn't realize Battletoads had five entries, and I was like racking my brain. I'm like, yeah, it it does. You know, if we're counting the arcade game, like you know, it, but. It feels like it's been entirely too long since there was a Battletoads game, and so for it to come back and not be excellent, it's like, well, crap. Like, I, uh, you know, uh, well, you know, what's Microsoft doing with Rare? If they can't even get a new Battletoads game right, just turn them loose. You know, give Rare back to the people. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, you know, cool soundtrack. Uh, you know, disappointing game. Non-excellent, I believe. That's our phrase yeah. for the night. Uh, very, Jesse, anything else? Very non-excellent. <laughs> it's so non-excellent, it almost bears critical words being used yeah, against it. But we're not doing that here. We're not. Uh, Jesse, do you have a favorite Toad before we go on to the next game? Um, Probably the one with sunglasses. I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's you know, I mean, looks like, he's, looks like he's part of the damn Squirtle I'm, Squad, this I'm fucking basic. Toad. Yeah, it's <laughs> a great fucking pair of shades. It's two triangles, baby. David, yeah. you got a favorite toad? Um, no, I don't think so. I think I like them all equally. <laughs> like I hate them. <laughs> well, no, I, I like them, them all I equally because they're all kind of interchangeable. David, Johnny, which, favorite toad. David, which battle toad is your waifu? Go. 
I think they are all interchangeable. <laughs> so I like them all equally. Threesome. It's a poly marriage. <laughs> poly toad. Poly well, good luck explaining that to your squid wife, David. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's octopus wife, John, not squid wife. Shit! <laughs> Don't you know? Octopus girlfriend. Also. I can't believe I just revealed David's other secret family of squids. <laughs> Oh, God, I'm sorry, David. <laughs> God, it's right so, yeah, there. Clean fucking break, man. Game five.
All right, guys. So, this is the first game in the series, the entire series, in which you can fight against the main character. Concerned faces. David. Oh. <laughs> Are you changing your answer? <laughs> no. Oh my god. You sons of bitches. <laughs> What do you know? David, at the very last second, changed his answer. So we have a hat trick of Mega Man X5. That's why I always tell you motherfuckers to keep those answers down. David was dead in the water. <laughs> I couldn't place it until the very last second. When I saw that me. everybody else had written Mega Man X5. <laughs> Ah, man. Really? You couldn't... I thought you fought against him in X4. No, you did not. Okay. Because that's what the trivia says. I'm, I'm trusting, <laughs> trusting the page on this one, baby. Because it actually... I even deleted some info from that to make it clear that... Uh, you know, to make it a little more tricky. Uh, it said, you know, setting aside uh, doppelgangers or clones or anything like that. This is the first uh, first game in the series, in the entire Mega Man series, in which you can fight against the main character. In this in this case, obviously X. So can you clone um, a robot? Yeah, yeah. It's just mass production. It's pretty easy to clone a robot, actually. <laughs> you just make another one. I guess I was um, just thinking of the biological sense. Well, I mean, yeah, it, you know. Damn, you've really opened up a moral quandary for me. Should I be using the word clone to describe building two robots? Yeah. Uh, like, if you build, well, like, the same Lego set over and over again, are those all just clones? Well, yes. back in the day, you know, we used to refer to IBM-compatible machines as IBM clones, right? Shit. That's true. Yeah, so, you can clone, like, a... You can clone your desktop if you have two monitors. 
So, you know, technically I'm right. Okay, carry uh, on. But I also, I removed it from the trivia for a reason, Jesse. You know, <laughs> to avoid this very discussion. I knew it. I knew you were going to talk about how you can't clone a computer. You know, you wouldn't download a car. Yes. You wouldn't yes, clone would. a fucking Mega Man. <laughs> I, would, <laughs> I would download a car in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, and I would clone a Mega Man in a heartbeat. Oh, it'd be great. Um, but yeah, so Mega Man X5, what a game. Never played it myself. Uh, really <laughs> pissed that I haven't played it yet because, yeah, I, like, this, uh, it's on my Mega Man X to-do list. And the problem is that to-do list, it basically involves waiting for a good sale on the Mega Man X Legacy Collection. And every time it goes on sale, I'm reminded that they split that fucking Legacy Collection into two things. When it's pretty clear the only reason anybody would buy Mega Man X Legacy Collection 2 would be to play Mega Man X5. Like... They should have just done the first five in one collection and then had another one that's like X6, 7, and 8. And it's like, yo, a nickel if anybody <laughs> wants that fucking game. Because <laughs> like, I want to play this. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, obviously I should just drop the 10 bucks it costs on the Switch shop to fucking play it at some point. But uh, yeah, it, it pisses me off that it's not bundled with the other four good Mega Man X games. It's like, no, let me have that one with those good ones. And then you got yourself a sale, but no, they want me to fucking poison my Switch with X6, 7, and 8. <laughs> I think not. Oh, man. Because, um, yeah, I really do want to play this one. It's got fucking, uh, you know, just the fun, like, PlayStation Mega Man X shit. You can play as XN0. Uh, you know, so it's got different, uh, you know, like, it's got replay appeal. You know, versus just traditional Mega Man uh, and Mega Man X games, uh, it's yeah, it's uh, it's a really appealing game. It's it looks fun. Um, I'm trying to think of like you know what it is that sets it apart from the other ones. Uh, it's got it's got more of a presentation on story than I'm used to for a Mega Man uh, X game. Obviously, like uh, Mega Man X Four had like fucking full motion cutscenes and shit. And, you know, I just, I don't remember any of them. Like, I don't really play Mega Man, like, at all for the story. But, like, once it was introduced, like, well, that's kind of intriguing to me. I'd like to see that continue. And then this one, it's like, actually, we're doing away with that. You're back to bleep bloop fucking talk box cutscenes. Bleep bloop. And, yeah, like, that's just, that's the voices now. You, you know, the, the voices are beeps again. You don't get fucking cool, you know, videos anymore, which is a shame. But, like, I like it. It's, uh, you know, they... You have these scenes where, like, you know, you've got a new commander and he's explaining what's going on. And I'm like, you know, they, they should have made this more clear on, like, all the previous games. Like, you know, the, like, the games, like, the original Mega Man games, all the plots just, like, fucking table setting. It's like, eh, something happened and Dr. Wily's back again. Or something happened and a new guy built eight evil robots. And also he turned out to be Dr. Wily. Yeah. And this one, it's like, uh, you know, there's you know, still, like, sh you know, aftermath from the other X Games going on, and now a space station is going to crash into the Earth carrying a virus, and you've got to build a super weapon to stop it. And the only way to get, par like, parts for the to upgrade the weapon to be powerful enough is by killing these first four Mavericks. And I'm like, all right, dope. <laughs> like, cool, did you actually just give me a story that I find compelling? That's unusual for a Mega Man game. Usually it's just kind of... Yeah, we gotta kill Sigma again. <laughs> like, 
If I remember too, this was supposed to be the last X game. That's so like, also the why story, it should be in that fucking collection. <laughs> like the story really comes to a solid conclusion and yeah, the story was really good in this game. Yeah. Um, but when you were sitting there thinking of like things that made this game stand out, I thought you were going to talk about the localization. Oh, baby, you know, I was I was getting there. <laughs> you know, okay. I was going to talk about you know, the the stuff that actually uh, you know like is cool and you know interesting about the game before getting into what's insane about the game. We we talked briefly about uh, Mega Man X Five when we had uh, Matthew from Botchamania on the show. We uh, we got off on a tangent, talked about uh, the bosses in Mega Man X Five. Uh, Johnny, do you remember these bosses? Uh no uh no I remember Tornado Tanyan, but I think he's X Seven. That is X7. Well done. Yes. Um, The bosses in this game, like, yeah, the the designs are a little bit silly, as are all Mega Man X bosses. That's just how it goes. But yes, the English localization, the original localization of this, for some reason, had, like, no oversight for whatever, like, I, I don't understand. They handed the localization off to this uh, this woman working for Capcom, and uh, according to the wiki, to honor her husband at the time, who was a huge fan of Guns N' Roses, she named all the bosses after people affiliated with Guns N' Roses. Nice. <laughs> so, you know, instead of the usual, like, you know, in Mega Man X, you got Storm Eagle. Like, in the, you know, if she had been in charge of Mega Man X, it would, his name would have been, like, Eagle Axel. And it's like, why? Oh, that's man. that's bizarre. Do you have a bucket head as a oh, boss? Oh, God, I wish there was a... I wish there was a bucket head. Um, but, yeah, so the fucking bosses in this are so fucking good. Um, you know, I... Like, I don't want to just spend the whole time reading them off, but, you know, like... And that's the other thing. Also, like, the names are dumb... But the bosses aren't yet completely dumb. Like, there's some enjoyable boss designs in this one. So you got Crescent Grizzly, or as he was called in the original American release, Grizzly Slash, uh, who is an arms dealer. I also love they, like, give, like, a dossier on these guys. It's like, yeah, you gotta go, you know, kill Crescent Grizzly. He's he's an arms dealer, so he'll have, like, gun parts. I'm like, I'm sorry, a giant robotic bear is also an arms dealer? Well, he has Dope. some bear <laughs> arms. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He has the right to bear arms. <laughs> that if that oh man, that's got to be intentional. Honestly, that's got to be that's can't be localization. That's got to be Jap- Japan being aware. Like, well, yeah, in America they have the right to bear arms, so the bear should be an arms dealer. Like this all makes sense. Um, but yeah, then you got Duff McWhalen, aka Tidal <laughs> Whale, uh, Squid Adler, aka Volt Kraken. Uh, Izzy Glow, aka Shining Firefly, not not excellent. Dark Dizzy, aka Dark Necrobat, also not excellent. But his design is a bat that appears to have a monocle built onto his face. Um, fucking the Skyver, aka Spiral Pegasus, uh, which is maybe one of the dopest fucking bosses Mega Man X has ever come up with. I mean, it's a fucking flying horse that does Shoryukens, like. <laughs> Yeah, it's dope. <laughs> uh, you got Matrex, aka Burn Dino Rex, which really they should have just left it at Burn Dino Rex. That's too good of a name. Um, and then you got Axel the Red, aka Spike Rose Red, which you know theoretically Spike Rose Red should be like just hell on Mega Man X. Uh, he attacks with spikes, 
you know, any boss that uses spikes should be just like the arch enemy of all Mega Man. Uh, but also this one, for some reason, is shaped like a rose. Like, well, because every rose has so, a thorn. Yeah. Son of a... Wow. My favorite Guns N' Roses song. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, really interesting that they would do that and you know or that you know this person would do this and somehow it made it to publication like oh. nobody thought this was dumb wait wait wait, <laughs> like, wait 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 we can't just move past that john that song's by poison i know john okay <laughs> <laughs> okay Johnny, you and i went to paper cut shows together for years <laughs> you think i'll fucking <laughs> oh don't call me out on shit like that you know <laughs> if i move past a joke like that it's usually because i fucking Five steps ahead of the shitty joke. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah. Fucking A. Uh, the, I mean, yeah, the bosses in this, they're uh, they're funny. Uh, mostly by name. Like, design-wise, they're fine. Uh, you know, weapon-wise, they give cool weapons. Uh, I like, you know, Duff McWhalen gives you the goo shaver. I mean, you know, just on name, I need the goo shaver. <laughs> It shoots a little goo that slides on the floor. Like, it's it's oh, like yeah. a floor attack that I've shoots that. goo. <laughs> I yeah. think we've well, all been there. Yeah. And the you thing know. that gets me is Duff McWhalen. He isn't like an orca or a humpback whale. He's specifically a sperm whale. Yes, and he gives, that he gives you the goo. The honestly, this game goes deep. <laughs> they, they fucking X, get it. X5. Mega Man 5 axis. <laughs> Way worse than 3. Um, but yeah, it, you know, like uh, the Firefly boss gives you like a, like a remote control Firefly that you can shoot out, which is cool. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it, it like leaves like laser trails. Uh, but yeah, it's like Mega Man X's version of like the Nikita from fucking Metal Gear Solid. It's dope. If uh, I remember, I think Squid Adler, which... Is such a worse name compared to Volt Kraken. Volt, Volt Kraken, Kraken is so sounds much so better. goddamn cool. Squid Adler is just, you know, it's one of the silliest changes, but it's like, yeah, that sounds like shit. <laughs> if I remember, his weapon is basically the Elecman's weapon. Like, you shoot the electric beam in all three directions. But of course. Because what does a, a fucking squid do but shoot lightning? <laughs> Johnny, well, oh wait, no, David's the one that's married to all these octopi. David, you can explain this. Why is that squid shooting lightning? I was going to say, it's like, that's why you need the name Volt Kraken, because Volt makes sense with electricity. Like, Adler has nothing to do with electricity. <laughs> Just gave that man a last name, and now it doesn't make any sense that he shoots electricity. Uh, it's, uh, yeah. It, it's, it was a, a thing they tried. I mean, <laughs> I don't know, man. But, uh, yeah, so, fun game, fun boss designs, uh, you know, pretty good soundtrack, some good rock and stuff. Um, and yeah, I, I feel like there's nothing left to do, really, but, uh, kick it over to tonight's lightning round. Lightning round! So, you know, as a, uh, in honor of Mega Man X5 and its fantastic murderers row fucking uh, you know rogues gallery these these fucking super memorable guys all of them um, I put together a list of bosses I'm gonna give you 
a year, I'm gonna give you the name of a boss. Mostly stupidly named bosses, some stupid bosses in their conception. I'm gonna give you a boss, you tell me what game this boss appears in. And uh, yeah, just gotta honor the honor the, the fucking bizarrely named bosses of Mega Man X5. None of these, I think, are as silly as the names in Mega Man X5, I will say that. These all have pretty stupid fucking names. Uh, but they are, I don't think in any case, as silly as, say, Squid Adler. <laughs> so, uh, we are gonna start with Jesse. Jesse, the year 1990. The boss, Funky Dynamite. What's the game? No, it's all a Mega Man game? No, this is all oh, video games. okay. Do you remember Funky Dynamite in a Mega Man game? <laughs> That's why I was like, what the fuck? Did I miss something? <laughs> okay. All the Dynamite. bosses throughout all the Mega Man games had nicknames that you weren't aware of, and one of them was Funky Dynamite. <laughs> um, cool spot. You know, that's a pretty good guess, but it's wrong. The answer, Ninja Gaiden 2. Oh. Yes. What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's Funky Dynamite doing fighting a ninja? <laughs> and also, if I'm not mistaken, Funky Dynamite was like a lizard person. Um, Johnny, 2006, Egg Cerberus. Egg Cerberus, 2006. Sonic 06. Sonic 06 is correct. Though. Yeah! Oh, no. <laughs> I need a sound, Johnny. Oh, um... Oh! A little bit of the bubbly! Nope, that's way a too long. A shorter sound than that. Oh, man! That's a good sound. <laughs> David, 1994, Dumb Drum. Uh... 1994, Dumb Drum. Um, and I will know when editing this if you've been typing on your keyboard, just so you know. Battle, <laughs> Battletoads Double Dragon? Oh, that's a good guess. Nope. It's Donkey Kong Country. Oh. Yeah. Dumb Drum is maybe the stupidest boss in the history of the Super Nintendo. I mean, seriously, he's just a big fucking can. Um, we're back to Jesse. 1993, Dancing Insector. Vector Man? Ooh, that's a good guess. You also gotta think me in this. I, you know, I, I, this is oh, all yeah. from like my own brain and research. So no, this is Star Fox. <laughs> oh, okay. Johnny, same year, 1993. The boss, Lime Slime. Oh, man. Uh, Booger Man? <laughs> See, that's a great guess. But no, that's from Secret of Mana. <laughs> ah. David, 2014, Cromerax the Invincible. Um, His names suck. <laughs> Mad World? No, that's no. way too late for Mad World. 
I'll let you guess again since you realized that. <laughs> I have no idea. It's okay, David. It's from Borderlands 2. I wouldn't expect you to know it. <laughs> All right, Jesse. 2019 Gliockenspiel. Isn't there a new Donkey Kong that game that year? No. I don't know. Can I guess it, even if I don't get a point for it? Yeah, sure. David, take a crack. Crypto the Necro Dancer? No, you gotta think Gleakenspiel. That's a combination of two things. A combination gonna... of a Gleak oh. and a Glockenspiel. I guess the um, Zelda one, the Zelda Crypto the Necro Dancer Yeah, one. the... That's right, John. Cadence of Hyrule. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Johnny. Thanato Beast Andraz. Uh, what year is that? I don't think Thanato 2017. Beast. Doesn't matter. The year <laughs> Thanato Beast. <laughs> the game is, of course, Thanato Beast. Yeah. <laughs> um, 2017. Thanato Beast Andraz. I'm gonna guess Leisure Suit Larry. Wet dreams don't dry. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he saw in his wet dream. Shit. <laughs> the, you know, he had to fight the Thanos beast with his penis. Uh, no, that's from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Oh. I love the idea of the final boss of a Leisure Suit Larry game being seducing an alien warlord. <laughs> it's just like any RPG final boss, but it involves having sex with them. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I will become a god. Cool. I will have sex with you in my wet dreams. Uh, that's what the David. Penis stands for Roll Penis Game. <laughs> Dude, David, 2015, the dreaded octo nozzle. Uh, Splatoon. That is correct, David. I'm on the board. That's no fair. I was right up his alley. I, I mean, you know, I. I, I mean, I also got Borderlands 2 and Donkey alley. Kong Country. So, <laughs> what's wrong with Donkey Kong Country? Everybody loves Donkey Kong. Jesse I famously had a Super Nintendo. That's true. Jesse, 1993, Spider Mastermind. Illusion of Gaia? That's a good guess. But the answer is Doom. Yeah, that big brain spider thing. Oh, that's what it's called. Yep. Johnny. 2020, Pork Shank. <laughs> uh, gotta say it with some importance, people. Pork Shank. Pork Shank, I'm gonna guess that sequel, uh, Leisure Suit Larry, Wet Dreams Dry Twice. I mean, honestly, Pork Shank doesn't sound out of place in a fucking Leisure Suit Larry game. Uh, no. Jesse, do you want to steal? What was the year again? 2020. Oh. Maybe you've played this game. Oh, fuck. Don't tell me that. <laughs> um. Final Fantasy VII Remake? 
No, I'm sorry, Jesse. The answer is Battletoads 2020. <laughs> oh, that... Yeah, fuck. I don't remember any of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we establish I wasn't paying attention? Uh, David. M-I-8-4-7-J, a.k.a. Nancy. My life is like, so weird. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, 2009. I keep forgetting the year. 2009... Nancy. Star Wars Battlefront? <laughs> now that would be cool. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of like what would be a robot name that somebody nicknames Nancy. Right, exactly. Nope, you're uh, you're in the right universe, definitely definitely close. Tekken 6. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, back to Jesse. 2017, Jesse. Brigadier Mollusk Lancer III. Are you counting, like, remake? Uh, no. Okay. Not in this case. Uh, Valkyria Chronicle 4? No, I'm sorry. Johnny, you want to steal? Oh, uh, no. I don't know this. <laughs> David, do you want to uh, attempt to answer this one? Um, it's not fair because I looked up the answer because it sounded super familiar, super and now familiar. I know why it's super familiar. <laughs> yes, yeah, tell everybody, is David. Is Sonic 6 again? Yeah, it's no, Sonic 6 2017 remake. <laughs> it's the giant octopus from Super Mario Odyssey. Ah. That's correct. Oh, that was David great. loves the giant octopus in Super Mario Odyssey. Of course. <laughs> um, Johnny. 2005. Sassy Squatch. 2005. Uh, <laughs> Half Life. Half Life. Whoa! <laughs> fight that sexy, sexy Sasquatch. No, I'm sorry, John. Mr. Freeman. <laughs> Either of you guys got a guess? Donkey Kong Country Returns? Ooh, David's so close. 2005? Is that when that game came out? I mean, you know, not really close in that case. <laughs> the answer is, is DK. Is it Wii no, Sports? Uh, Good guess, Jesse. It's DK oh, King it's of Swing. Oh. oh, King of Swing. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Come on, David. Sassy Squatch. How could you forget? Uh, so on to David for one that I'm sure he'll get. 2007, David. Matriarch Benazia. <laughs> okay, since both you and Jesse laughed, uh, a JRPG of some kind. Wrong, David. Couldn't be more wrong. Man, this lightning round is as ill-conceived as these bosses. Uh, no, Matriarch Benazia is from Mass Effect. Oh. Oh. Yes. I thought it was a banana pun. <laughs> They're not... <laughs> God, more of these should have been Donkey Kong bosses. That's I what I was like, that there's a lot of Donkey Kong in this. <laughs> the, the mother banana, huh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, Jesse. <laughs> 2000... Romeo Gildenstern. <laughs> oh, what? Uh, Gildenstern sounds familiar. Um, shit. 
I'll give you the slight hint that you, this should be one you would know. Oh, of course. Um, More pressure. I like that that's a hint. Either you know it or you don't. I mean, <laughs> Ooh, excellent guess, Jesse. Johnny, David, want to jump in? Try and guess this one. <laughs> Uh, Romeo plus Juliet, the video game. Johnny's right. It was Leonardo. It was Boz Lerman's Romeo plus Juliet. No, uh, it's Vagrant Story. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Sorry, man. Uh, Johnny, 2020, Full Metal Hugger. What? Full Metal Hugger. Tony's boss is so stupid. <laughs> um. Mega Man X 10. <laughs> they haven't made Mega Man X 9. <laughs> <laughs> they skipped it completely and went to Full Metal Hugger. <laughs> nope. Uh, the uh, answer is Trials of Mana. <laughs> uh, David, last chance here. 2006, Mad Midget 5. Oof, that's not cool. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Their name, not mine. <laughs> 2006. Uh. Red Steel. Great guess. Uh, unfortunately was incorrect. Was it really? I mean, it, <laughs> you thought outside the box. I appreciate that, David. No, uh, that is from God Hand. <laughs> Same thing. It's where you uh, fight a bunch of little Power Rangers. Uh, I, I won't say the word again. It's Jesse is me. Uh, okay, Jesse. Let's let's finish it off. 2002, Jesse. Pandemonium Warden. Hmm. I think I only chose this because Pandemonium reminded me of that later Mega Man X boss that was called Pandemonium. Oh, it's Bamboo nothing Pandemonium. to do with Mega Man X. It's not Bamboo Pandemonium. <laughs> um, uh, Zone of the Enders. Excellent guess, Jesse. And I'm sorry to tell you this. It's Final Fantasy XI. Oh, really? It is. What's it called again? Pandemonium Warden. Huh. I'm yeah. not got that far. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Thought you had. Uh, Johnny, we're closing it out with you, baby. 2004, Macho Grubba. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 2004, <laughs> Macho, Macho Grubba running. Grubba. <laughs> Guitar Hero. No. What? There's bosses <laughs> no, of Guitar Hero. <laughs> They're songs, John. They're not characters. Ugh. But yeah, uh, no, it, it was Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door. Five. Wow. Um, I'm cutting this whole lightning round from the episode. It'll get things down you know, to an interminable length. Uh, Johnny got one point, and David got one point. <laughs> yeah. What All right. A, yeah, wow. What a, what a round it was. So, Johnny. What a slobber uh, <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's head over to the calculating computer, my man. <laughs> Calculating computer activated. Computers. Beeps. Space! Boops. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... 
John Harrington. Hell yeah, guys. Wow, what a showing by you guys in that fantastic five-year anniversary lightning round. <laughs> yeah, 20, 20 questions, the score of one to one to zero, and the guy that didn't participate in the round has won the show. <laughs> We're doing fantastic, Woo. cruising into a fifth year of Game That Tune. Wow, what a, what a game it was. A big win by me. Feeling great. Um, <laughs> yeah, what a uh, really, I, I'm mad at myself for including that lightning round. <laughs> so, um, and you know, I spent so much time thinking about that lightning round that I honestly have not thought of a theme at all. <laughs> so, um, I'm just gonna go based on that lightning round. Uh, you know, we talked a lot about dumb bosses in this episode <laughs> but I want to talk next week about games with a really cool boss in them so games with great boss battles cool bosses uh, just you know I want your best bosses next week for game that tune that's what we're doing uh, you know uh, kind of wide open theme open to interpretation but you know you better have some good bosses for uh, for next week's episode everybody cool with that theme yeah, yeah, yeah I had good. a great boss at my second job, um, it's, but I don't know if I can work that in. Like, my second job was the PGA Tour, so I guess I could find a PGA Tour game and be like, yeah, I had a right, great Right, I boss. was going to say, that's the thing, Johnny, your second job was not a video game, it was uh, it was employment. Um, <laughs> unless uh, unless you're talking about how we are all living in a simula- uh, simulation there, John. We are, yes, that's true. Right, but you've since been red-pilled. Yeah. And uh, now cool. you can talk about your second boss as though uh, they are a, uh, yeah. a video game you know, character. Simulation. Let's not talk yeah. about the red pill. Yeah, exactly. I'm putting it all on Johnny. <laughs> anyway, good lord. Uh, no, uh, none of what that just uh, was. Uh, we're talking about games with great boss fights. That's going to be the theme next week. So, fuck yeah. Um, you know, great, uh, great game tonight, guys. Ton of fun. Uh, thank you all for playing. Thanks for uh, thanks for everybody listening. Thanks uh, thanks to everybody that's been listening for these past five years. That's right. Everybody here tonight, the four of us, have been here for the last five years. Uh, you know, audiences come and go, listeners come and go. We appreciate everybody that's ever bothered to listen to our silly little podcast. What a road it's been. And that's about as nostalgic as I'm looking to get on this. I declared that we were going to have a normal-ass episode. And we had worse than a normal episode. We had a normal episode with a really bad lightning round. I'm not letting myself off the hook for that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going into exile now, guys. This is now a three-man show for the foreseeable future. Um, I do apologize. Uh, But it's uh, it's been real. Good, Good night and good luck. Uh, no, uh, thank you everybody again so much for listening. It really is, uh, really means the world to us uh, that you guys keep listening and supporting our silly little show. Thanks to everybody checking out patreon.com slash game that tune. It's the home for awesome exclusives. We super appreciate those people that check out Patreon. Uh, we've got GTT gems, we've got mixtapes, we've got fucking movie commentaries. We've all, got all kinds of fun stuff going on over there at patreon.com slash game that tune, and we appreciate all you guys checking us out. Special thanks to the super fan tier producers Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky. Uh, Taylor Wise, Sam L. Mork, and our newest Patreon superfan, Tasty, Merely Tasty is his name. 
And thank you all so much for your support of the show. It really does mean the world to us. You guys are great. Um, thank you again to our requester, David. Who was that requester? Uh, Acre, who made that request in our Discord. Yes. Join our Discord. Hit us up. Uh, we love chatting with you guys. Love sharing goofy shit with you guys. I guess Johnny pins bizarre things during the show and doesn't tell anybody about it. So join our Discord. Find the link at our website. Uh, you know, and uh, you know, join us in there for some fun. We appreciate you guys. Uh, you know, hanging out with us, forming our nice little community. Um, and yeah, that's the best place to make requests. Or you can hit us up on Twitter at GameThatTune or find us individually on Twitter. I am there at JGangsta187. You can find John Regan on Twitter at JPReganJR. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at DFD Fleming. And you can find Jesse Moore on Twitter at Sega underscore legend. Hell yeah, fellas. So we're going home with an epic boss battle again. Mega Man X5, the first time that you get to fight against the main character. X. We're going home with X versus Zero from the arrangement album We Are Rock Men 2. And uh, thank you all so much for listening. It's been five fantastic years. Peace out, everybody.
Advanced Wars Days of Ruin is copyright 2008, Intelligent Systems and Nintendo of America Incorporated. Shantae and the Seven Sirens is copyright 2020, Way Forward Technologies. Leisure Suit Larry, Wet Dreams Don't Dry is copyright 2018, Crazy Bunch. Battletoads is copyright 2020, Rare Limited and Xbox Game Studios. Mega Man X5 is copyright 2001, Capcom Company Limited. What is this? What is this? What is this? Why is there jazz playing? 